<clears throat> you don't want to. <clears throat> also, I can't. I can't. <clears throat> Just so you know, this is the end of season three. Oh, goodness. Okay. I'll start us out with the bang then. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to bang. I'm bang, just bang. asking you. Bang, bang. <laughs> You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. Welcome to TV Tangents, Rebecca. Hi, Natalie. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> we are like very giddy <laughs> because we've had the beverages already. Yes. But we love having our beverages, so we're good. I started before you came you over. You did start before I came over. You had an open one. Sorry. And, um, but that's fine. And we had dinner and it hasn't slowed us down, so... We're totally good with that, um, but we're also giddy. This is like so. This is the end of season three. End of season three. Oh my gosh! Last episode. Last of episode of season. And then we'll three. take a short break. Short break. And then we'll go back. So don't yes. nobody go nowhere. Don't nobody go nowhere. I mean, it's not like you know we're not going to take off from you forever. No. It's not going to be sitcom world where you have to wait right until like, January, six yeah, or anything crazy like that. So. Um, but yeah, so this is super cool, and we're super excited because today we're talking about. I don't know how to do that. I don't either. I want to see if anybody can guess that before. I'm going to give you guys a minute. Well, I mean, really, if they looked at the title of this episode, they would oh, know that's already. true. They'll already know. But you so, can keep going. I'm going to keep I'll doing guess. that. I, I'm I'll guess. Not, what I it have is. Back a bit, so. is it Benson? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Um, it's Magnum PI. So yes, we, um, I feel like this might've been, was this a listener suggestion? Yes. This one, well, it was an extra special pretty please request. Yes. By listener Maria, who sent it in and asked us, please, please, please talk about Magnum. And I was like, we had already started watching Magnum when Mm -hmm. she asked us to do it. True. And I was like, I promise we are getting to it. We just really want to take our time to watch lots of Magnum because how could you not? Because one of the most (laughs) amazing people on the planet who we love dearly would be Tom Selleck. Uh, Yes. And so, yeah. And I feel like, so when I was a little one, I, you know, my mom was all about Tom Selleck. Sure. So I know this show was on and I know the premise, but being a youngster, I didn't really watch it. And I feel like it was, especially in my youth, I feel like I definitely wasn't into the private eye slash cop show. I think we might have touched on that when we did Simon and Simon. I, again, knew about it, but wasn't into it like I am as an adult. Mm. Uh, So I kind of watched it and I just thought, oh, is there a show on TV about a guy in Hawaii who runs around in short shorts? And has a giant mustache. And has a big mustache and kind of looks like my dad and my mom seems to love him. And I think so he might, maybe he is my dad i don't know <laughs> oh my god it would um, be amazing if we found it <laughs> he is like six four <laughs> okay um so yes so i don't really yeah i did not really remember watching this as a youth but i got to get mm. into it and it was a good show i remember in the summer my mom watching it i'm sure she watched it year round but mm. particularly i remember the summertime and then once i got into simon and simon when i was in high school then I was like, I guess I will also watch Magnum because now I'm into P.I. shows. Interesting. Interesting. But is it weird that I didn't know for the longest time into adulthood that Magnum P.I. was a show about P.I.s? I don't know what I thought P.I. stood yeah. for. I think I just thought that was his name. I was going to say Prince Edward Island, but I guess that's P.E.I., so it's not yes. that. <laughs> P- yeah. 
Yeah, I really um, have no idea how I didn't Magnum. catch on to that. P.I. Maybe it's like... Maybe I thought it was like P.S. P.S. I feel dumb. Uh, I seriously did not know that, though. Tell us. Well, I mean, oh. essentially, he's just a guy who lives in a cool house and right. rides around in a red car. Yeah. In a house, in a guest house that I need to live in. That's nice. Love his guest house. I was like, and he's always got a fully stocked beer refrigerator, which is also what I need in my life. I always found it weird, though, that you come in and go down a full flight of stairs. That would be annoying, and I thought about it just recently when I was watching more episodes, and I thought, okay, you know, but if it was fully furnished at somebody else's house, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, but groceries. Although he doesn't (laughs) seem to have a lot of groceries. It's mostly just beer. Yeah, I mean, he's a single guy, so he maybe brings in Chinese food every now and then. Sure, and then he's a PI, so he runs around everywhere, so he eats out a lot. So That's true. I was like, yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be too horrible. And you live in Hawaii, so your life's pretty good. Yeah, so I mean... A, a little struggle's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. And it's not his house. No, no. Which is, he's supposedly living with, well, of course. So, uh, he is in the guest house, and it's supposed to be the house of Robin Masters, mm-hmm. who is an author. An affluent fiction author, and he calls the estate Robin's Nest. Yes. And it's 200 acres of beachfront estate. And we never, ever see Robin Masters. No, we don't. So, and there was like a long running joke. So, of course, Higgins is, uh, you know, the guy who, what is Higgins supposed to be? Is he supposed to be like the keeper of the home? Yes, he's the caretaker. And he's also in charge, kind of in charge of security, but really Magnum. That's also Magnum's job. Yes. And Magnum's like trying to always, uh, you know, it shows you right in the pilot. He's like trying to get past the security to see if he can to test it out. <laughs> yeah. And he like steals the car and he gets past the Dobermans and mm-hmm. everything. So uh, I always have found that interesting. But um, he has this ongoing thing the entire time with Higgins thinking that he might actually be Robin Masters. Yeah. Which is interesting. And that comes up for in a the while. Last I w- yeah, in the very last one, I was like, "Oh my god!" And then Higgins tells him he is right. And <laughs> and then like, for a while we're it. like, "We knew it. We totally knew it." Oh. And then he's like, "I'm not Robin Masters." It's like I was totally lying. I'm like, "Oh, what's happening here?" So, he's so yeah. funny. <laughs> and isn't it one point? I never, I never got to see this episode, but wasn't there an episode where you heard the voice of Robin Masters and it was Orson Welles? Yes. Okay. Uh, there were. Four episodes that were Orson Welles, and then um, one that was Red Crandall. Okay. But, yeah, we don't get to hear from Robin very much. No. I guess he's off writing his books. He's very busy. I I don't know why you wouldn't want to go back to that estate. Right, so you have your home that you never go to in eight years. Right. Very Like, that's a long time, and he never shows up. And that's, like, a sprawling estate with palm trees. Yes. Views, I don't know. Giant pool, tennis courts, all the craziness. And of course, the Dobermans, Zeus and Apollo. (laughs) And they are so cute. They are so cute. Um, This show ran from 1980 to 1988 on CBS, and Tom Selleck plays Magnum, Thomas Magnum, who's a private investigator. And they live on Oahu, Mm -hmm. which I always, okay, so I never really paid attention, but. Like 20 years ago, mm-hmm. I went to Hawaii. Yes. And I was in Kauai, and they sell, like, every shop you go into, you can buy a Thomas Magnum shirt. Oh, like, nice. Kind of like, like the, the one, one I'm that wearing, you have on but right not now? this one because okay. this one's just from Walmart, the boys' department. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> sound clearance. I like it. I like it. Um, but you can go, and they have like framed pictures of Magnum, or they did 20 years ago. Mm. And you could buy Thomas Magnum shirts, which you can still buy. You can get them on the internet. Okay. Um, and they're styled the same as the ones on the show. So for the last 20 years, I thought that. Magnum P.I. took place on Kauai. Kauai, yeah. But it's actually on Oahu. Oh, interesting. I don't know why that so is. maybe just everywhere in Hawaii sells that stuff. Yeah, it was very prevalent on Kauai. Hmm. We didn't really see it much of anywhere else. Interesting. I should go back and check it out. I know. We should go. We need to, we need <laughs> we to go need find to... the house. I'm sure we it's not do. actually there, because of course it's not, but... Right. This show consistently ranked in the top 20 U.S. TV programs during the first five years of its original run, and we all know why. Well, I mean, it has to do with mustache. has to do with, I mean, the guy. <laughs> yes, the guy that we all love who, at the ripe old age of 75, is still, still a guy handsome. who looks amazing. Who we'd all be like, I'll date him, okay? I mean, he can come over if he feels like it. He could totally come over. We should have invited him over tonight. <laughs> right. Hey, Magnum. <laughs> and he'd be me. like, that's not my name. That's not actually like, my name. We don't yeah. actually care. Richard, can we call you Richard? <laughs> Either Magnum or Richard. You don't get anything you else. You don't sorry. get to decide. Sorry. Actually, yeah. I'd prefer Richard. He's he's nicer. Magnum is flightier and, you yes. know, he's a little more unpredictable. It's very interesting to me how his appearance changes over the course of Magnum P.I. Like, mm-hmm. in the very beginning. And again, although it's at... At the time we're watching it now, he's our age. God. Uh, so I was like, okay. Is he? And he is. He, uh, well, the show, so the show started in what, 1980? Yeah. So he would have actually been like 35. Um, we'll say that's my age. Yes, exactly. That is our age. <laughs> and uh, so by the time it ended, by the time the end, you were your he, age. And he was clearly Richard at that point. Oh, sure. You know? And I was like, oh, this is very interesting. And it just seems, it's so funny because I, didn't get a chance. I mean, I did not get to watch all of the episodes. Uh, so when I watched it, I was like, okay, I can see this like progression. And even towards the end, although he was wearing shorts, I guess at the very end, but I noticed he was wearing pants a lot more. Uh, yeah, at the very true. end, I was like, oh, look at him being all. And he had like corduroy on it. I'm like, you're still in Hawaii. What are you doing? Well, I mean, um, sometimes it gets a little yeah. breezy. But they went other places too. He of went course. home. Yeah. At yes. one point. Yes. And he had to wear a sweater. Yes. And that was new. So, for sure. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And he had, didn't they go, weren't they in Europe at one point? Mm-hmm. I watched a whole episode about that. And they went yeah, and actually. Yeah, and to wear jackets yeah, there. And they went and saw Higgins' dad. I mean, it was like this whole big thing. And he, that was when his friend died and he was having dreams about it. Did you see that whole sequence? That was I crazy. Didn't. Sometimes there were supernatural things that mm, showed up on this show. Like yeah. he was swimming with a ghost of a kid or something. Ooh. I just some of these episodes I kind of watched outside my eye. Yeah. This one with the with when they went to Europe, he was on the plane, I believe, and he had this weird dream. So he mm. saw this car almost hit him. Somebody handed him a key. It was all these weird things. And then he gets there. He finds out his friend has been in an accident and was killed. And then they go to get his effects, and it was the same car in his mm. dream. And the whole thing, oh, plus goodness. this was a friend who had thought he could will him directions. So he was like, I'll huh. be able to figure it out. He always said he would just think it, and I would know it. And uh. we always tried to test it out. So then he was like, oh, well, 
he died. And so then, and Magnum was like basically seeing everything hmm. in his dream. So, but it was cool. Cause at the end of this whole, it was a two part episode, like in season six. And then, um, Higgins had not seen his father in like 40 years because he was expelled from a school. Oh, and there was like a there right. was like a little uh, reference back where his like it was I guess young Higgins, and he saw his dad sitting out in this spacious estate lawn, and he was like going to go see him, and then he just walked off, and it was almost like he was d- disappointed in him. So of course Magnum was like, "No, you need to see him," and he's like, "No, no, 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 no." And at the end of this episode. Higgins gets kidnapped. Like a bag gets put over his head. And I was like, what's happening? (laughs) So sure enough, he's in the car though. And the bag comes up. It's Magnum. Magnum kidnapped him and took him to his father's house. And then he went to the door. That's a true friend. Would you do that for me? I think I would do that for you. I would kidnap you. You would kidnap me and take me to someone that I refuse to talk to? Yes, I, I, I probably would. If I knew it was for your own good, I would. Or just Although support. I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't kidnap you because if somebody did that to me, I'd thrash so hard that I would like, I don't, first of all, I don't know that anybody, like you couldn't kidnap me. I mean, you'd have to drug me. I could, yes, I would drug you. Yeah. And then you'd and need then several people to like get me somewhere out of the way. <laughs> put um, you on a cart. Yes. And yeah. I but mean, I love how Higgins' dad was played by uh, Higgins himself. Yeah. <laughs> Who was played, is it, what's the actor's name? Is it John? Um, John, John Quayle, Jonathan Quayle Higgins the third is played by John, John Hillerman. Hillerman. Yes, so he also played his father with old man makeup on, which he was great. Did that a lot. There was another <laughs> one where he played his own cousin or something oh. like that, and he had a beard, and yeah, it happened. Yes, it was very interesting. <laughs> but that was kind of an emotional little little ditty. So did you like, cry? No. I I don't think I cried at that one. I cried at the very end. Okay. Yes, as did I. As did I. Did I? It was very emotional at the end, and I, again, had to get that in at the last minute. Watched that today. I was like, oh my gosh, and I did not. Okay, so we talked about this, and first of all, this is a shameless plug right now as to why MeTV should be sponsoring this podcast, Seriously, yes, they should, and yeah. be helping us out because we have a hard time finding some of these shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we all know we could buy DVDs and different things like that along those lines, but um, so Magnum had been on. Was it Amazon was Prime? On- Yes, I think so. Until like the end of June. Well, I didn't get on there, but I have cable, so I was able to DVR several episodes because it is on the Hallmark Channel. Mm -hmm. Well, because of that, I only got to see, uh, they had all of the episodes. I only got to see like the first six up through season six. And then the last four episodes of the very end of eight. So I missed all of seven. And so I didn't get to see the craziness. Yeah, well, at least you got the end, though. Yes. Which is super important. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so, very much so. I, yeah, I was trying to get in as much as possible, but once I found out that they were ending it, because I don't know if it's Facebook listening to me or God really appreciates that we do this podcast, (laughs) but I got a article up on my phone that said um, Magnum P.I. is leaving... Oh. Amazon on June 30th or whatever. Oh my goodness. So I was like, you were like well, snap. I have to watch it. And then yes. I told you yes. that it was leaving. Yes. So I watched as much as I could. Uh-huh. And I watched a lot of Magnum. <laughs> and then I watched the end. Yes. I, I knew I had to get to that. Yeah, I panicked towards, uh, like, as of yesterday. And then I was like, oh my God. And then I checked the DVR. And when I very first started DVRing it, 
the end of season eight was on. I was like, oh, thank God. So it was like all the way at the end of my list of shows. So do you remember the names of the two Dobermans that Uh, Zeus? Uh Did I say it already once too? And I remembered it like five minutes ago. Now I forgot. Apollo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Did I ever tell you about the story when I got chased by two Dobermans when I was a young child? No. And strangely enough, I'm not scared of dogs. Uh, Our next door neighbors had scary a Dobermans and I was like <laughs> uh I was out in our front yard and they were out just like in the driveway at one mm-hmm. point so they were normally in the backyard but they were somehow in the driveway like getting into the car or something and they saw me and I was in our driveway and they chased me and I climbed our little you know at my parents there's like that little rock yeah. wall I like climbed up and I was like screaming and next thing I remember I can't I feel like it was my dad somehow managed to come out the front door and had a brick in his hand like oh, he was ready yes. to like attack these Sounds dogs about right so I jumped up and then they just kind of came in and were barking <laughs> and I like went into the house and whatever and my dad yelled at the neighbors and it was like a rental home so i was like oh my gosh but strangely enough they did not like freak me out for life from dogs sure dobermans i might be like they look like they could be a little angry i'm i've never i've never really other than those i don't think i've ever been around anybody who had dobermans well dobermans is it doberman or dobermans oh (laughs) doberman (laughs) who might be doberman dobermans were the dog of the 80s it seems that everybody who wanted like a guard dog had dobermans Mm -hmm. and next door to my school was a house that had like really high fences and Mm. they had dobermans and we used to yell at the dobermans pinch 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 (laughs) oh my god because they're They're supposed to be called doberman pinchers where did that even come from? It's, okay, it's, t- tangent. It's what? pinchers. It's pincher. I don't know what that so means. That's just like a name. That They're has nothing to do. They don't pinch. No, the dogs don't like, pinch you. It's not like pinching. Okay. It's pinchers. It's pinchur. Pinchur. Government <laughs> pinchur. But they were the thing. Like, they were the... I need, I'm going to need some um, listeners to, like, message us about your dog the, the history of, that you might have. Yeah. And I could see if there's a bunch of Magnum fans, you might have a Zeus and Apollo. So sure. So we definitely need pictures. Oh, that'd be amazing. And we need stories about your dog. I want to hear about your pinchers. So I can have, like, better stories than the ones that chased me as a youth. I thought my story was great. Your story was great. <laughs> pinch, pinch. They don't, the thing is, they don't look, like, that vicious because they're all skinny true they don't it's not like uh pit bulls that look scary like they could pound you because yeah, they're muscle because they have muscles yeah no pinchers right. are skinny and wiry yeah. and all dogs could probably be although i love dogs i love 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 dogs so yeah i don't know <laughs> all right that's they a do great tangent. good tangent sorry so anyway higgins is an ex-british army sergeant major and he's really snooty mm-hmm and um, Magnum has use of the guest house in the car, and which is a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. But he has to beg Higgins to use other stuff. Like if he wants to use the tennis courts or something else, he's yeah. got to get Higgins permission. Right. So I guess he can only use the car in the house. Yeah. And he's got a Not very, yeah, Higgins has way too much power for that. That's why he, I'm pretty sure that's why Magnum thinks that he is Robin because he's just like, uh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, he's very, he is very snooty and but it's almost he like, has like a sense of humor that's like barely perceptible. And he's just like, <laughs> yes, I do love it. Cause it's very, it's very funny. Cause yeah, Magnum's like the guy who's just going to run around do whatever he wants. And then there's Higgins who's just like, he's very cool and very like, which is what a show needs. You need opposites in yep. a show. It makes it what it is. And Magnum's two friends on the Island are TC who runs the local helicopter charter service called 
Island Hoppers. And Rick, who owns a local bar. Yes. And in the pilot, it's called Rick's Cafe American, and it's inspired by Casablanca. Um, and like Rick wore 1930s clothes. Did you watch that? Yes. Yeah. And, and then, then they were like, yeah, cheesy. that's not going to work. And they're like, we can't <laughs> keep this up. Yeah. So then he acquired the Beachside King Kamehameha Club. Yeah, yeah. Which is exclusive. And for some reason, Higgins is on the board of directors. <laughs> I know. Just like Higgins seems to be in control of everything. I love the King Kamehameha Club because it's too. not a super fancy set. <laughs> it's just like it's some awesome. tables and, and Megan just comes in and seems to have like a running tab because oh, yeah, he not? never it's pays. his friend. Yeah. So it's fine. Right. Um, which is awesome. And which also makes Higgins even more mad at him because he's just like, if he's on the board, he's yeah, just like, Yeah, but Rick doesn't whatever. care. He's yeah. like, eh. Yeah, Rick doesn't care. And TC and Rick are both former Marines, and they served with Magnum in the Vietnam War. Yes, and they did a lot of uh, flashbacks to Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So it showed them and uh, different combat scenarios when they had to kind of reference that. Or and then is that where is it? Was it those guys that all had the same? Did they all have the same ring? I know Magnum had the one ring. I don't remember. So he had his ring on, and it had to do with the service. And then some other like friend of his. Early on in, like, season one, there was, like, this whole mystery, of course, who died, mm-hmm. who was also in the service, and they were like, oh, he had a stomach full of cocaine. And then, of course, Magnum's like, I know him. He would never. And they're like, no, he was smuggling drugs. And it was, like, this big thing. I'm like, well, of course, he's a PI, so he knows. He's going to find out It was juice. this big thing. And then there's always, like, a hot sister or a hot mm-hmm. whoever there's that comes along ladies. and is always wanting to kiss up on Magnum. Of course, why wouldn't you? What, oh, right? God. But what is the point of a PI show if you don't have hot leggy babes exactly and a mustache exactly <laughs> and it's just it's always he was one time he was showing somebody how to snorkel and higgins came to get him out of like well you know because then they're like right on the ocean too mm-hmm. so higgins came down and he's like oh i was showing and it was like a house guest and he's like he's like she's like a world-class swimmer and he's like but she told me she didn't know how to snorkel it's <laughs> like mm-hmm. i sure. would have told you that too magnum exactly like, hey, can you show me how to do this did you see the one where he got locked in a bank vault with carol burnett no oh my goodness <laughs> i i was having a hard time following what they were talking about because you know how i am with bank stuff mm-hmm. but they she like owned the bank or something and like her dad was like counterfeited money or something and they were in the bank vault and then i don't know oh. and then someone locked them in it and the air vents were broken and so they were like starting to get silly and suffocating and then oh, they no. had like a moment where they were like all kissy up on each other yeah and i was like first of all kill burnett looked really good in this episode and i was happy to see magnum with someone his own age (laughs) or probably older yeah i have no idea i don't have the comparison between these people's ages people with mustaches you don't know how old you don't there's no way to tell it looks older than he would normally be probably (laughs) but he did have his short shorts on (laughs) i loved the short shorts early on i want to get this out of the way okay his shorts make me uncomfortable. They, some bit. of them, yeah. are frighteningly short. Right. And I did take some heat on Twitter for having mm. that opinion. Oh. So. Um, we have to think in context, though, of, like, the, the age. It's because, the 80s and it's hot outside. Right. And also, it. being the sports person that I am, <laughs> the basketball shorts used to be that short. Yes. Like, super, super short. And it wasn't until literally, like, the early 90s where we got the big, long, hang-down-to-your-knees shorts. I understand. So, in our brains, we're used to that. But you're That's right. Fine. Early on, he, like... 
he's like swimming and he has like a bag of clothes to change into because he's that might be when he's like trying to get the security system and mm. even like you know so then of course his swim shorts are also i mean we're not talking like how guys swim trunks are now right he's got like little just barely bigger than a speedo <laughs> swim trunks on right and so yes and then multiple times although being a six foot four man he pulled those shorts off like he i mean you know, i yeah. you know i bet the ladies were giving you hell because he they were just like oh it's my man i he looked good could just think like okay they're standard size shorts and he's got like six feet of leg yes. in the first place yes. you do get a little nervous though that oh, there's gonna be a little it. peek and like, hide oh, and go seek going okay. on there with some stuff shorts <laughs> and i took a poll on the twitter mm. i asked what is the best thing about tom Selleck as magnum mm. and i'll let you answer before i read the um winner oh okay what's, what's the best thing about tom Selleck as magnum pi okay. The mustache, mm-hmm. solving crimes, okay, Hawaii, okay, or short shorts. Ooh, well, if I have to choose those things, <laughs> wait, but it's about Magnum itself because right away my mind goes to Hawaii because that's where I'd love to be. Well, that, that's but what I, I, like you're saying about the show. Yeah, what's okay. the best thing about the show? Because when you say about Magnum, well, I'm I have to about, specify Magnum you know, because right. there's a new Magnum PI, right, so I have right, to specify right. Tom Selleck. Okay. Because I was going to say, there's a that's my favorite part about the show is Hawaii. It's Hawaii, okay. My favorite part about Thomas Magnum. <laughs> Don't say the short shorts. Might be the short shorts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, 45 people voted and 42% of them said Hawaii. Mm. And 31% said the mustache. Oh, yeah. Um, the the loser in this one was short shorts oh, only got like three votes imagine. although you know i'm not a huge mustache person but because tom Selleck is tom Selleck and is known yes. for the mustache i'm pretty sure i can handle that mustache I love me some mustache free tom Selleck, mm. though yeah mm. mustache free tom Selleck <laughs> is also good but he pulls it off more than anybody he does it just i'm like yeah, that's probably itchy but that's yeah. fine true 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 I digress. I got that out of the way. Now you all know how I feel about the short shorts. (laughs) Um, Another episode, like my favorite episode that I watched, um, dealt with one of my favorite TV tropes of all time. And that's when they show different versions of the same story. Like when they have like this person telling their version of the story, but it's different because everybody sees themselves as the hero. And in season four, um, some guys come in and rob the King Kamehameha Club. And then the guys like um, Rick and TC and Higgins, and they're all telling their own version of it. Hmm. Magnum wasn't there. I think he came in later. Um, of course, everyone's telling the story as like they're the hero. And <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite. I do like that too. I didn't get to see that episode, but I That's do good. love hearing the different versions like that of every. I love the different interactions with the other characters because obviously Thomas Magnum gets the most yeah. play. And but I loved hearing other stories and seeing everybody interact. There was I mean there's an episode where TC's friend gets shot in a convenience store. Uh, mm-hmm. And he feels super guilty because he's in his in his van that says Island Hoppers. They had just gotten done playing basketball and they stopped for drinks. 
And the friend goes in and he's like, I want Gatorade. Get, get me orange. And the friend comes out and he brings him lemon lime. And then he goes, I'll go in and change. He goes, no, 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 no. I messed up. I'll go in. The friend goes back in and gets shot mm. and killed. And so there's a big thing about that. And it turned into this whole deal. So that guy had a son. And then you see TC like bond with this kid and kind of help the whole situation. So that was interesting to me. And then there's one with Rick's sister gets killed. And mm-hmm. she was like, he thought she was all like ready to go back to a convent. And Ooh. Magnum goes out with her to a nightclub. Magnum. And she takes off her clothes and reveals her real clothes underneath which was like a bikini top and a skirt and he was like whoa 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 she goes i gotta let my brother know she goes to the bathroom okay not gonna lie i've done that before well you know (laughs) she goes to the bathroom and never comes back and also i have to point out that he goes to the bathroom to find her and carol channing comes out of the bathroom and he has a conversation with her and i was like is she carol yes because then he goes back to tell someone that he went to find her and she was gone and carol channing was there and i'm like (laughs) i'm not so sure what's happening here this is very interesting um but she ends up dying and then rick has it like has an issue with magnum of course because he was just like you were with her and that's not her she would never right and she's and she had the secret life and of course and all these different things happen but i did like that element is getting to see the other guys yeah have that kind of a they all story. have personalities mm-hmm. and like tc was married and had kids yep but they didn't live on the island yeah i didn't really get that part of how that maybe, yeah I'll progressed have to watch. but i know that happened yes. i'm sorry to you diehards who know what i'm talking about you can at no, me all you want everybody who is diehard is gonna be like these girls and i'll watch all <laughs> this I'm sorry some shows are hard to find I did Very watch much. it for all of June yes and then in season 5 Sharon Stone plays twins did you see that one? I did not I she drives herself off a cliff well she she drives her and her twin off a cliff um, but they both survive both of mm. her survives and <laughs> it was a two-part episode, and it was pretty predictable. It, it ended the way that I thought it would. Um, and, of course, Magnum sleeps with one of them. <laughs> of course. Um, but, yeah, then she shoots herself. And I was like, oh, wait, what? Hmm. And then the next, so so he sleeps with one of them, which it turns out to be the twin pretending to be like the the one Sharon Stone pretending to be the other Sharon Stone. Mm. And then she shoots herself in the end and then he's all sexy. He's like in love with her. And the next episode he goes off the deep end and he grows a beard and he's drinking and sitting by the ocean all day and Higgins is like, uh, are you going to get over this? A lot of this happens in Magnum's life though. Like a lot of women die in his life. A lot of women. A lot of women. Yes. It's and, not like... And it's not just an occupational hazard. I mean, it seems like the women he falls for. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like in Simon and Simon where they fall in love and then the next day they forget all about They're it. They're like, whatever happened to that lady? <laughs> like, it's just gone. We're good. Um, so let's talk about the cast, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Selleck is Thomas Sullivan Magnum the third. Actually, I guess... Yeah. The character's birthday um, changes through the series. Mm-hmm. And he attended the United States Naval Academy in class of 67 or 68. That's the character. That's not Thomas Magnum. Uh-huh. I mean, that. Not, not Tom Selleck. 
Why? I got you. When I got they you. name a character after the actor, don't have the same. It name. throws me off. <laughs> so Thomas Magnum is um, United States Naval Academy class of '67 or '68, depending on the episode that you're watching. Cool. And on his Navy uniform, he wears several ribbons for the Navy Cross, Purple Heart, National Defense Service Medal, Vietnam Service Medal, Vietnam Gallantry Cross, and the Republic of Vietnam Campaign Medal. And he himself, Tom Selleck, is a hottie and boom body who was born in Detroit in 1945 and got his start in TV on the dating game in 65 and 67 we need our time machine. We're going we to be totally do. on the dating game. I need to be on the dating game in 1965, 20-year-old Tom Selleck. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my goodness. Mr. Selleck, I have some questions Excuse? to ask you. Excuse me. I need to ask you a question. <laughs> mm. Er, my goodness. Love him. What you got to say about Thomas um, Magnum Selleck? I, Selleck Magnum. Yes. So, he, Yeah. It's one of those people. Like I just, I like. How do you describe him? So he has dimples. He dimples you know, are course, my weakness. I fell in love more so with him as Doctor Richard Burke mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. Friends. Um, and you see more of his dimples, and for sure because he smiles more. Because he does smile a lot more. He was on Friends, so in what like ninety six. Um, so I was like graduating from high school, and I was like, wow. Tom Selleck's super hot. Isn't he super old? And I had no idea, you know, and I thought, like, I didn't really watch the Magnum back in the day. So I was like, okay, no wonder. I think my mom was, like, in love with him. So I was like, yeah, he is super hot. And played that character to the hilt when he was, you know, Monica's mm-hmm. hot older boyfriend. Um, love Richard. And then just watching him, I have never seen him in Blue Bloods. It just he, no. As he's gotten older, though, he's the kind of guy who just doesn't seem to age. Mm. He still I looks mean, good. I mean, he looks great. And so always, always have I loved Tom Selleck. And you just see him. He's on commercials now. Um, he's on, like, AARP commercials. And I do love, so, like, I did not even realize that he was originally from Detroit, but I knew that he would wear the Detroit cap as Magnum. Because Magnum like a, was also from Detroit. Yes. So that's, like, a signature thing for him. And I read this little story, this little snippet about uh, the Detroit Tigers incident. And I was like, uh-oh. Oh, What's what this now? about? This so, is sports. So I'm just going to tune you out. You can tune out. But it's kind of funny. Because on September 16th, 2017, a group of 45 men dressed as Thomas Magnum were ejected from a Detroit Tigers game for smoking and catcalling women in the park. Yes. And so it became an international interest. um, And they, I guess they were from Michigan, but they gave dozens of interviews to newspapers, (gasps) magazines, radio stations, podcasts, and more. And I was like, that's amazing. What year is this? Because this happened three years ago. I know. I'm like, (laughs) I was going to say, I need to set our time machine, but we don't even have to go back that far. Right. I was like, oh my God, how did we not know about this? So. That I just, when I was thinking about that, I'm like, oh my God, I just was like, look, I could have been one of them. You could have. Although, when I was putting this on today, I was thinking, okay, I could either be Thomas Magnum or go to a Weird Al concert. Mm, true, true, way. true, it's true. The red shirt, the I red too. Hawaiian shirt from Walmart. I could have worn really short shorts had I thought about it today, although I don't really own it. Well, the ones I wear to bed, probably, but hey. I have some. So, yeah. Well, so, love those. me some Tom Selleck. He's a hottie, and he's, he's very tall, hottie. and he seems like a super nice person. Yes. 
So, um, Roger E. Mosley plays Theodore T.C. Calvin. And you know what? I didn't do all my homework. So, that's what I have to say about him. <laughs> and Larry Minetti plays Orville Wilbur Richard Wright. Which I love. Did we not know that name until the very last episode? I feel like we didn't know that name. It came up earlier in the show, okay. but he would get really upset if okay. you called him Orville Wright. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. Orville Wilbur Richard Wright. Yeah. Love it. And then John Hillerman is Jonathan Quayle Higgins the third. Um from nineteen seventy six to nineteen eighty, John Hillerman had a recurring role as Mr. Connors on the sitcom One Day at a Time. Which we haven't watched. And he also co-starred as Betty White's estranged husband on the Betty White show from seventy seven to seventy eight. I saw a picture on mm-hmm. the Google of mm-hmm. him and Betty White, mm-hmm. and I didn't even read to see why they were together. Well, I'm telling you, and that's what it is. They were born the same year, I believe. They were? No, I just lied about that, because I looked up his information, because he has passed on, I believe. Yes. He, he was pa- born in 34. Passed in 2017 at the age of 84. So... Am I correct in saying he was born in 1934? Girl. So I math. believe so. So I re- the reason I read that, because you know how my brain works with numbers. We just had this birthday conversation at dinner tonight. Which is ridiculous. Um, so I, in my head, I was thinking Betty White, but Rue McClanahan was born in 1934, and not Betty White. She was born <laughs> in 1922. Your proficiency for dates frightens it's me. It's crazy. I this know. This is why I failed I all my history classes, because yes. I can't remember I don't dates. know why it happens that way, but I just remember the most randomness, too. So, it's good times. Well, anyway, <laughs> smarty pants. In the late 80s, uh, John Hillerman was commissioned into the Royal Colonial Light Horse Brigade as a full Colonel of Cavalry. Oh my goodness, that was a mouthful. I know, because I was, <laughs> I'm reading it, I've got Colonel <laughs> and Colonial right on top of each other. And which is which. Those are hard words to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, my let's talk about the cast was very insufficient, and I apologize. It's, because it's, it's all good. I had a lot of homework to do. Probably overshadowed by our love for <laughs> right. Tom Selleck. All right, I have this big love so thing about Tom we Selleck. Do, we have 300 pages on Tom Selleck. Um, I say yes. we call him up right now and just have him give us all the missing details. We should. See, that's what we need to have, is we need to have just the, the phone a friend, phone <laughs> a hottie, <laughs> phone a hottie named Tom Selleck I'd like show. to phone a hottie, Alex. Yes. I'd like or Regis. Is it Regis? Regis? Aww. Aww. So go on with your notes about the show that we watched. Um, Which made me miss Hawaii so much. Oh my gosh, I just love the part about Hawaii. And there's a few, again, there's a lot of characters. We talk about this a lot. It's a recurring theme when we do shows from the 80s. And people just show up who are then on in later shows. Um, Annie Potts was in an episode. And she convinced Magnum that she was a police detective. (laughs) And they were working together. And then when they get towards the end and these people are there, he's like, why didn't you pull your gun? And she's like... Not really oh, a police geez, detective. Annie I'm trying Potts. to get on the force. <laughs> and she dropped a gun and like shot it crazily at one point. So, <laughs> and she's just a little person. So, um, <laughs> she she's just a very person. little person. So that, and then oh, um, I can't think of what's her name in real life. She plays Carol on the Bob Newhart show that we've done. 
Uh, oh, yeah, the secretary yeah. Carol. I can't think of her name. She either. was in an episode as well, and oh, I just I happened to like one. pull it up one day, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, look, it's Carol!" And then um, we haven't talked about the last couple episodes yet, but uh, Joe Rigobuto. I don't know if that's how you say it. He's Frank Fontana on Murphy Brown. Okay, but he is in the last couple episodes of the finale. Yes, of he is. Magnum. Yes, so. Because he's related. Isn't he like his brother He is either, I believe so, or is going to be. Because I felt like the sister was the one who said he's going to propose to me. Was yes, that Magnum's yes, sister? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was confused about that. I was very confused. Because, again, I didn't get to watch everything in the last couple seasons. And all of a sudden, a bunch of information was thrown at me at the very beginning of the... I watched the two-part <laughs> finale. Me too. And I think you had and to watch the whole season. Yes, because I was like, I'm so confused. What's happening? I didn't know where he was. I was like, oh my God, He went happening? home for like Christmas Yes, that's what it was. It's like a vacation, we find out. Yeah, from yeah. the guys. And um, then he goes home again. Because a woman he previously dated, someone tried to kill her. Yes, and she was a, um, she was a reporter. Yes. And he also has decided at this point, I don't know if he came out and said it, but you can tell that he's decided to rejoin the Navy. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause of course he's getting older and he's got to yes. settle down and like, you know, not just hang around some guy's guest house forever, which <laughs> I don't know why you would give why that would up. would you stop that? So he gets home. This also, I was confused because he has, now he has a little French Vietnamese daughter who's not the daughter of that reporter lady. Right. But he thinks that she died in, um... A car bomb explosion, which was a previous episode that neither of us watched. I was just going to say, there is this whole element that shows up and I'm like, crap, I didn't see any of this. Now I don't know what's happening. And it sounds like he did not find out this was his daughter until the mother passed away, but they passed away at the same time. Right. Well. but And somehow there is a videotape with audio of, of the, the car, car bomb exploding. exploding with the girl in the car. Right. But then it turns out that she didn't die because he somebody spliced the spliced mm-hmm. something or something well, and he, she didn't he hears die. the car door open. Yeah, that's right. She went through the car and got mm-hmm. out on the other side. She was looking for her doll. Which yeah, he, and that he, wasn't on the video. Yeah, he replayed it to be like, what did she say? And then in Vietnamese, she said the word doll. Yeah. So he just gets his kid who doesn't speak any English. Right. She's super cute. Super cute. And her name's Lily. Her name's Lily. And now he just has this kid. And, and he has this friend of his, like, look it up. And at first she's like, I don't know what's happening. No, I'm sorry she died. And then later she's like, I'm sorry. It would have put her life at risk. She is alive. Yes, she knew. It's kind of crazy. And then the whole time during this, he's trying to solve this, like, or now he's back dating the girl he used to date who almost died, but really wasn't being... She maybe just walked out in front of a car and then he has to like break up with her because he's looking for his daughter, but he won't tell her why he breaks up with her. It was all very confusing to me. I was like, oh my God, what's happening? And in the end, he's in his white Navy suit. That was, and then, and Rick's getting married. Yeah. Oh, that's Which, right. Which, again, was this whole thing. Again, I missed so much, so I feel so he, bad for all of you diehards. Sh- I'm so, so sorry about this. He's but like, getting married. Isn't she a stripper? She was a former stripper. Yeah. And so, so funny. And there's a party. And at first he's kind of like, I guess at one point he's like unsure, but then they're all trying to get fitted for their suits. Then he decides that TC is going to be his best man. He tells Magnum this. Magnum now has found out his daughter's alive and he comes running up and it's like, yeah. I have a surprise. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Hey, I got to tell you this. 
TC's going to be my best man. And he's like, that's great. It's fine. And he runs off and they're like, oh, he's so upset. And he's really not because he has a daughter and he doesn't he's care. Busy. And then he has a surprise that he's uh, joining the Navy again. Yes. And he comes to the wedding late, the by the wedding. way. Yeah, super late. But he's, yeah. And hold on. First of all, I got his haircut. Oh my God. How, how you, you doing, doing Magnum? So he walks down the aisle during the Here Comes the Bride because he comes <laughs> so late. And then um, just jumps back up in line with the guys. And then his What's daughter... His daughter, the flower girl. Is the flower girl. All of a sudden, magically, they have a dress in a day. Because it's TV. I guess. And uh, <laughs> so then... Um, the bride comes down and so this whole thing is very bizarre to me so they come down the aisle and then they're doing the whole wedding and then they're like do you and she's like i do and he goes do da, 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 da. and rick just stands there and every guy tc goes i do higgins is like right. i do right and tom's like i do <laughs> and at the end he goes ah and that's how it ends mm, phrase frame that's how the series ends. You don't know what happened. Okay. So. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did, too. I guess you just leave it open to your own interpretation, yes. although why? Yes. I know. Why? I don't understand. <laughs> and also, the crazy person that was stalking uh, Magnum's ex-girlfriend was, like, her security guard at her building. Yeah, and there was, there was gunfire. There yes. was shooting. Which... And then that guy got stabbed. Oh, that's what happened. He, like, he confronts this guy. He finally finds him at the end. There's a knife. And you see, again, I hate, I hate the TV thing where someone gets stabbed and everybody's face does the, I just got stabbed. And <laughs> so then, you don't know who So you don't stabbed. know. And then all of a sudden you see blood dripping on the floor and you're like, duh. And then they go to the wedding and then Magnum shows up in his uniform. So uh, it clearly wasn't him that got stabbed. Or maybe it, it was, and he just and nobody died. Maybe it's like <laughs> under his shirt, and we don't know. And then after, like at the reception, he, he falls like, down, reveals the stab wound. He's like, in "Look him. what I did! I just saved somebody's life." Because that would be so magnum. And I'd be um, like, "I can help you put yes. some pressure on the wound." Yes. So I did not. I read up on this. Did not get to see any part of season seven. So my understanding is, they were going to kill off Thomas Magnum. In the series, in this, in the seven, hello, season Jeez. seven, last episode. And I, apparently he gets shot okay. and uh, has where he visits all of his friends from the great beyond. And they were going to end the series there. They were literally going to kill him off and end the series there. So apparently they filmed all this and it was over. And then the cast all got called in the summer, like, just kidding, because fans are mad at us, so right. we're going to come on back for season right. eight. <laughs> just kidding. Just it's kidding. just like when we put uh, Rachel and Joey together. Just yes. kidding. Just kidding. That didn't really work, and nobody liked it, so we're going to change storylines quickly. Wow, so they added a whole other season because sure. people of, were mad? And it was very short. It was only thir- The last season was 13 episodes, wow. so I found that interesting, and I was like, okay, and then I, of course, I couldn't find it anywhere and I don't so I'm right. sure gonna let my DVR go keep recording me some Magnum because I'm gonna have to watch that I need to see that because yeah, yeah I, you can't get it well I'm sure you can get you it you could pay like a dollar right ninety nine on the YouTube I'm yeah, pretty sure I don't but, know I'm gonna do that I already um, pay for enough so TV. if Amazon or anybody would love to also send us free DVDs of all these shows <laughs> right. for us to watch, that would also yeah. be great. And you technically only have to send us one set. We could figure that out. That's true. I mean, we'd be fine with that. I mean, I but... still have North and South DVDs from you, from your mom, and I'm yes. taking very good care of yes. them. Yes. But also, I mean, these services like Netflix, they've got all these DVDs sitting around. They that do. Nobody's using. There's so no reason why these guys cannot be sending us these things. <laughs> 
makes no sense. That's a good pitch. Right? Write that down. Write it down. Send it to them in the mail. I'm going to. I'm going to send the snail mail and say, guys. Because we could be just like Thomas and have the VHS that we could watch oh, also. Oh, Just over um, and over again. But again, I'm I'm down. And at this point, I would take VHS tapes, guys. I would take them. <laughs> right. I'd figure it out. I, I have take, one in storage, I think. I would take an old school film strip on yes, the wall. At this point, we would have our own little watch parties. <laughs> just get fun with it, you guys. Yes. So please, anyone out there who has connections... Please, right? please, please sponsor us so we can watch all of these shows you want us to watch. Right, because there's so many shows we want to watch that we can't find. And yeah. We can't just rely on Netflix and Hulu to have them. No. We have so many streaming services. There's, I don't have cable anymore, though. I know. And now I have all of the above, and people laugh at me, and they're like, why do you have all those things? I'm like, you don't understand. I have a podcast, <laughs> and I need to have access to all these shows. I have to watch 80s TV. Um, I got a text from a coworker last week, something and blah, blah. And she's like, can you do this for me right now? And I was like, I'm watching MASH. <laughs> and she being like in her 20s was like, what? No, you're mashing what? You're doing what? <laughs> I love it. So did I, did, I can't remember if we already previously talked about this on a podcast or if I just sent you this in a text message. Mm. Um, I saw this deal on social media that said... People with anxiety will watch the same shows Mm -hmm. over and over because they know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So that gives them a sense of control. uh, control. You texted that to me. When I I saw the thing, it said the person who was posting that said, as I close my laptop and get back to watching MASH and Magnum P.I. Exactly. (laughs) Which, of course, we watch now. Exactly. And I just thought... I mean, a hundred percent. And now that we've been doing this, I don't as much. But even last night, before I went to bed, I turned on Friends because Friends mm. is on every night on Nick and Nick. And you know what's going to happen. And I know what's going to happen. And I can word for word tell you what's going to happen in the episode. And I still laugh. Mm. And I still just watch it. And it's it is because I know. It is very comforting, and I do have high, like, functioning anxiety. (laughs) So, (laughs) at times, I... So, when I read that, and it was so funny because we were in the midst of knowing we were going to talk about these shows, and I saw that the person was like, as I, you know, go back to watching MASH and Magnum P.I., I was like, oh. So, what about people who don't watch shows over again? Because I don't know if that's a generational thing Hmm. or, like, so, I have a friend um, who is... About she's like thirteen years younger than me. We used to work together, and I was talking to her a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh, hey!" So we used to watch Cougar Town mm-hmm. when it was on TV. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, and she and I, we even watched the finale of it at, at uh, one of our apartments. And um, so I was like, "Hey, Cougar Town is on Hulu right now." Yes. And I've been watching it, and she was so confused. She looked at me, and she goes, "You mean?" They remade Cougar Town? And I said, no, Cougar Town oh, is on. That she we goes, watched. Yeah, she goes, the old show? And I said, yeah. And she goes, well, I've already watched all of it. I was, I was like, well. You, what do you mean? Right. What do you mean? You've, and? <laughs> you said, watch it again. Yes, <laughs> I, I thought you would enjoy watching it again, as I have. And she was like, no. She's like, I've seen it. So, yeah. She's so over it. I don't know if, like. The but young then, kids just don't like rewatching hmm. stuff, maybe because. Which is weird because I bet they watch movies over and over. I don't know. But maybe they don't. My kids don't like to. Well, hmm. I don't know. 
That's very interesting. That was interesting to me because I was, then I was like, am I a weirdo? Because I will watch the same episode over and over again. No, I don't think so because you, you have to think about that. There is a whole younger generation that watches The Office. There, right. I mean, there are people younger than us that do watch Friends who did not see it when it first came on but and did they saw watch it just it on Netflix. Multiple times. That's another one. I wonder. Or maybe there's just too many shows at their disposal mm-hmm. that they don't have time to rewatch a show. True. And that's what we've talked about this. We talked about this uh, prior to this when we recorded MASH, that uh, Rebecca and I get depressed <laughs> when we're done with a show because now we're watching so many things so we can talk about them. Yeah. And I feel like I had to break up with Hawkeye and oh, all those people. And I now I feel like I'm them. breaking up with Magnum and it I makes know. me sad because he, uh, I'm like, how you doing? Um, I'm still seeing the mash people. Sometimes, I was so. going to say, I'm going to have to continue because <laughs> it, and it really is. I, I feel like, cause sometimes we're both like, Oh God, I have to watch this cause we're going to be talking about stuff. But yeah, it's, I want to watch it cause it does. It gives us so much happiness during when we find a show that we love and then for you to watch it again and for it to be as funny as it was Mm -hmm. the first time is even better than the first time so much so so much so like i've been watching will and grace yeah laughing my head off me too that's another one yeah that you can just because you're like oh jack and karen yeah that's so them (laughs) and now you don't have to get to know the characters again because you already know them Mm mm-hmm Exactly. Yeah. And it is. It seems it's easier. It's easier to flow. So, which is nice. Um, Do you have anything else to say about Magnum P.I.? We also love Magnum. If that hasn't been clear yet in the last uh, hour that you've been listening to us. (laughs) How we feel about Tom Selleck. (laughs) Does anybody here think he's cute? I'm just wondering. Um, Also, Magnum, let's just. Magnum is a womanizer. Yeah. But. That's, like, that's the trope of, you know, 80s P.I. shows. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it was true. supposed to be. So. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, he, I'm he, fine he seems to be, like, though, super genuine at times. Yeah, he's so nice. He's, he's free-spirited. He's super cute. We love him. Right. Love him, love him. So, yes, that's Magnum. So, please, like I said, send us information about your Dobermans. <laughs> right. All um, the things we've asked for, you can send yes. to tvtangents at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on our private facebook group um you can see us on our facebook page or instagram or the twitter Twitter. or patreon Ooh, join our patreon Mm, because patreon subscribers get exclusive episodes as long as as long as wow this beer is good as well as free stuff in your mailboxes. Yes. Your snail mailboxes. And Rebecca would especially like it if you sent her pictures of yourself in short shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Especially if it's from the 80s. That would be even better. Yes. Get your Jack Trippers on. Take yes, a pic. Yes, I love it. And send it to our Facebook oh, page. Love it. This week's episode is brought to you by Magnum P.I. Hawaiian Shirts. Mm. Visiting Kauai anytime soon? Pick up your official Magnum P.I. button-down shirt and release your inner Magnum. Woo! And like I said, that's a real thing. And I love it. They're not sponsoring us, but... They should be. <laughs> All right. End of season three. End of season three. Intermission. Jeez. How does the theme song go? I, I don't even know. I can't even sing it. I don't know. There's a helicopter. Do 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 do
do, it's do, better do, when there's do, words. Do, I can't remember music do, and there's do, no words. Do, 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 do. Right, you're making a fool of yourself now. Stop it. I saw, though, again, that the theme music made it into, like, the top something. Did I see that somewhere? It was, like, on the Billboard 100 chart. You jumped that. Oh, my god. No, goodness. I did. See, look, it's right there. Billboard Hot 100 chart that same year, peaking at number 25. Hey, girlfriend, I didn't even know this, but I'm drinking Big Wave Golden Ale that has Hawaii on the side <gasps> of it. I didn't even see the Hawaii oh my God. when I was in the grocery I think store. I saw that your thing was called like Kona something. So I was like, wasn't it? There's it's from the, the Kona, Kona Brewing Company. I didn't look that closely at it. I just grabbed it because it had a wave on well, it. Well, obviously, Sam jumped into your body. And <laughs> Sam was like, pick this one. He's like, this is the beer you want. And, and Al's like, you are really wasting your leaps on stupid stuff. Okay, hold on now. Whoa, hold on. Can't even finish this. I read somewhere that they wanted some kind of crossover about Magnum PI on Quantum Leap. But that's but Magnum was way that? over because Quantum Leap didn't start until right. 89. Right. And they said uh, they were going to do it and it was going to be in season five of Quantum Leap and then they scrapped it because they couldn't get Tom Selleck and then later he said, nobody ever asked me. And it was like this big weird thing and I totally read something about that. See, so Sam just jumped into my body so I would you remember would to tell you that. You think if he was going to jump into your body to remember to tell you that he could jump into Thomas Mag- or Tom Selleck's body to get him oh, onto the show. I know. That's an interesting... There was a Simon and Simon crossover and there we watched was. that one. We did. But so I sorry. digress. We yeah. digress again. That was all the information again. we meant to talk about. That's earlier. why this is called TV Tangents, because we go <laughs> on tangents. <laughs> we forgot what we were talking about. We totally did. We love you guys, and we will see you in season four. Wrap up. I was like, you said four, and I was like, six. <laughs> what? <laughs> Boop. Wrap it up. Beers. Wrap up. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review and also subscribe so you won't miss an episode. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We love to hear from our listeners. For additional content, check us out at patreon.com slash TV Tangents. Why are you singing that? Uh, Because I just saw Electra Records when I was talking about the theme song. I also just saw something that says, oh, this is talking about their ring that they were wearing, which bears the Croix de Lorraine. And I saw the word Croix, and I thought of LaCroix, which I love. Of course you did.